All right, guys, welcome in. Today's episode of the Locked On SEC Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Blake Lovell, and as you can immediately tell, I am currently sick, and I know my voice sounds terrible, uh, but I wanted you guys to, to have something here on the podcast uh, for this episode, and so this is not going to be our usual 30-ish type of minute uh, sort of episode uh, with, with several different segments. Uh, we're going to make this one a bit smaller and kind of uh, condense everything uh, that way, uh, maybe that uh, it, you guys don't have to listen to my voice for 30 minutes because I know that's uh, probably not uh, your preferred method uh, in terms of hearing me like this. But uh, what we'll do is we'll jump into uh, the three games on Tuesday's SEC basketball slate and uh, kind of go through each of those matchups and share some quicker than usual thoughts uh, on each of them. And and we won't dive uh, too deep into it, but uh, a quick listen for you guys, since I know, again, uh, probably not easy for me to talk for 30 minutes right now for an entire episode, uh, much less for you guys uh, to have to listen to me like this uh, for for 30 minutes. So uh, we'll get into those three matchups, big bubble matchup. In Columbia, Uh, Alabama tries to keep its momentum going, and the same for Kentucky as uh, it hosts Tennessee in Lexington. And we'll get into those matchups coming up uh, here on the Locked On SEC Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And the three games on Tuesday's slate, we start with Mississippi State at South Carolina. Uh, The Bulldogs won the previous meeting between these two a few weeks ago and somehow managed to do it uh, despite turning it over 22 times. Uh, But uh, if you can win a game like that by three uh, on your home court, turning it over that many times, you'll take it. And uh, it was a big win for Mississippi State and helps them at this point in terms of where uh, these two teams are at. Uh, Entering, uh, I guess, Monday, um, Mississippi State was still the third team out in Joe Lenardi's latest bracketology. Uh, The Gamecocks were still among the next four out, uh, despite that loss at Alabama. Uh, So both these teams still trying to play their way into the NCAA tournament. Mississippi State a little further ahead at this point. Um, but uh, this is, you know, it's a big game for both teams because it essentially is the same scenario they were both in heading into last weekend's games uh, in that you just have to win, and uh, they both have to keep winning if they want to find their way into the NCAA tournament. Uh, What did work for Mississippi State in the previous meeting, they got to the free throw line a lot, and uh, that's something we've seen as sort of a common thing for South Carolina opponents. Uh, As we've talked about on the podcast, uh, South Carolina, one of the the leaders in the country in terms of fouls, and so it wouldn't be surprising to see Mississippi State get back to the line quite a bit here. I'm pretty sure they got there 35-plus times uh, in the previous meeting, maybe 36 times. Um, So it's just one of those where that's going to be their – choice of attack probably again in this one is to to draw fouls and get to the free throw line because we've seen so many teams do it against South Carolina this season so that's got to be uh how they they approach this game and and for South Carolina being back on their home court uh, after losing a game to Alabama that they really had a good chance to win um they could use this victory here because that would move them a step forward still wouldn't put them in the tournament at this point but uh you know the Gamecocks really need to win this game because otherwise if they lose this one, um, you know, it's basically you have to win the SEC tournament. And, and even, you know, even if they were to win it, um, you're still probably going to have to make a deep run in the SEC tournament. But that, as always, just depends on matchups and who you play. Uh, but I'm actually going to pick Mississippi State 74, South Carolina 71 here. Uh, I just like the way the Bulldogs are playing. Uh, I like their ability to go on the road and win some of these games, uh, which we've talked about a lot, you know, just, just finding ways to win and, and getting to the free throw line, I think, is going to be 
something that allows them to have a lot of success uh, in this game. So I will pick Mississippi State. Um, Vanderbilt is at Alabama. Um, the Tide, uh, you know, coming off of that win against South Carolina, it sounds like John Petty uh, is making progress from his injury. Um, as I'm recording this, still we have no idea if he's going to play in this game or not. Uh, either way, I mean, I think you look at, at both teams, it's pretty clear at least at this point in the season, um, Alabama has been the better team. And, um, you know, they are trying to, to not, you know, have a game like this where, you know, they come out and it's pretty obvious if they lose this game, uh, they have to win the SEC tournament to get into the NCAA tournament. Uh, there's no doubt about that. So they can't afford to lose this game, uh, just like the other bubble teams. And uh, if you go back to the previous game they had, which I think was around mid-January or so, so it's been a while since these two teams played before Vanderbilt started uh, playing a bit better. I know they haven't, uh, you know, last game against Ole Miss wasn't pretty, but uh, Alabama won the previous meeting by 15 in Nashville, but they did have 25 turnovers. That was the biggest thing that stood out about that matchup. Uh, you remember a lot of people <laughs> very, very upset the fact that Alabama turned it over 25 times, uh, but if you can, and this was what we said at the time, if you can, um, you know, go on the road and win by 15 and to turn it over 25 times, uh, you're doing okay. And so uh, it was, it was a good win for Alabama at that point, uh, just to be able to win by that many points, uh, even with, with that many mistakes, um, turning it over that much, and and something else that was a key to their success, they got to the free throw line a lot, and they were efficient from two point range, and those are going to be two things they're going to have to lean on here moving forward because as we've said you know if, if they're not making the three-point shot they've got to find other ways to score and, and getting to the free throw line you know attacking and being able to put up those efficient type of numbers from two-point range those are going to be the things that are important for Alabama because they're just going to be games where they're not making all their threes and how they score otherwise uh, that could be the difference you know in them potentially making a run in the SEC tournament and getting into the NCAA tournament or you know losing a game right away and keeping them out uh, of that picture and probably playing in the NIT so um, they, they did a good job of that against South Carolina and uh, we'll see if they can continue that here against the Commodores I'm going to pick Alabama 89 Vanderbilt 70 we talked about it in the previous episode you know the Commodores I think have just hit a point where that Georgia loss took a lot out of them and uh, losing that game at Ole Miss the way that they did probably not going to help either and Alabama's just the better team right now and I think they're just so overwhelming on offense that uh, it's probably going to be quite a challenge uh, for Vanderbilt to go in and outscore uh, Nate Oates team and then Tennessee is at Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky got the double-digit win in Knoxville in the previous meeting uh, between the two. And, you know, Kentucky enters this game having already locked up the regular season SEC title. Uh, and so you could look at it in this way. You know, is it a potential letdown spot for Kentucky? A uh, huge, you know, emotional type of game against Auburn. You, you clinch the regular season title. And now you have to play a Tennessee team that – you know, comes in with a lot of momentum after after beating Florida uh, and does, you know, play physical on defense and they're good on defense. And, um, you know, they're, they're the kind of team, even though that first meeting we saw Kentucky pull away and win that game by double digits, Tennessee's still the kind of team, I think, that they can play well against Kentucky. And um, we'll see if they're able to do that here, but it's going to be a challenge. And I think, you know, for Kentucky, clearly playing its best basketball of the season and uh, with Emmanuel quickly playing like he's playing, um, you know, you would think that the mindset of this team is going to continue to be just attacking, um, you know, not just settling on the fact that they have already clinched the SEC regular season title. They're playing for bigger things at this point. They want to try to, you know, potentially have a chance to move into a number two seed in the NCAA tournament. And, uh, you know, that they need to find a way to win this game to, to continue the march to doing that. Um, so it's a, it's a big game for Kentucky, too. But for Tennessee, 
you know, going on the road and picking up a win would, would certainly, you know, catapult them. I don't know that it would put them uh, into that. That certainly wouldn't put them into the first four out or next four out group probably in the NCAA tournament, but would, would be, you know, winning back-to-back games against Florida and Kentucky. It would, uh, you know, give you two pretty nice wins on your resume. But, uh, again, what it what it means overall for, for Tennessee's tournament chances, uh, I don't know how much it means. Uh, but if you can beat the SEC regular season champion, uh, it would be nice to have that on your resume for sure. Uh, but uh, it's just hard to pick against Kentucky here. I don't know how you could do it. So I'm going to pick Kentucky 75, Tennessee 65. Uh, the Cats are just, uh, you know, they are. They're a Final Four type of team. And uh, if they keep playing like they have, if they can get to the free throw line in this game, they're so good from there. Um, you know, Tennessee has the size to be able to to match up with them, but um, it's going to be a huge task, I think, for Rick Barnes' team to go in and beat what is, you know, one of the hottest teams in the country right now, uh, without a doubt. So uh, that'll wrap up uh, this episode of the Locked on SEC podcast. Uh, If you were able to get through uh, this, you know, these 10 or so minutes of this podcast listening to my voice, uh, congratulations, because uh, I know it doesn't sound great. uh, But uh, like I said, I I wanted to make sure you guys uh, had something to be able to listen to, even if it is not our usual uh, 30-minute type of uh, show. But uh, be sure you're subscribed. Uh, Head over to any podcast app you use to search for Locked on SEC. And uh, as usual, if you enjoy the podcast, uh, be sure to leave a nice five-star rating and review. That just helps the show reach more people. And for everything else, you can find me on Twitter at TheBlakeLevel. And I appreciate you guys uh, hanging in there with me, and uh, we'll try to get back on track uh, here on the next episode. And uh, I'll talk to you guys next time here on the Locked on SEC podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network.